Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is global impact visionary leader Sue DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome to the show. It is an honor to be here once again with you and just sharing messages that come through from the divine into your heart, into your life. And today is no different than any other week where I'm just going to allow the message to come through me. But today is a little different in the sense of one, I'm not doing video today. So those of you that are watching, you know, wanting the Facebook live or waiting for the video on YouTube, it'll just be audio. And the reason I'm doing that is just, there's a lot happening for me right now. And it really felt like a choice for peace this morning. And when we have these kind of clusters of challenges that we're facing, we often need to make these choices for peace. So today, my choice for peace is to share a message that is coming through. It literally just came through in the last hour about the the topic title. And today we're going to be talking about let, how to let go and let the divine lead. In other words, how to let go and let God. When I have been kind of facing this, this, this cluster of challenges lately, it has really taught me the divine art of surrender, forgiveness, surrender again, <laughs> It's really helped me become more and more solid in a lot of ways, but at the same time, it's created a real shakiness in other ways. So as I continue to navigate this interesting life challenge that's on my path, I continue to find the tools and call on you know, my faith and deep trust, and I continue to use the practice that I've been teaching all of these years. And for me, it's, it's almost like I've kind of trained my whole life for this moment. And it's true for you. You've trained your whole life for this moment right here, right now. And everything that's on your path is purposeful. And we may not understand it or see that on a human perspective from our, from our human vision, but we can definitely trust and know it on a soul level in our divine sight or soul sight. When we sink in today, I'm going to invite you to take whatever challenges that are on your path, bring them into your awareness, bring them into the forefront, place them in front of you, and let's really use them purposefully. Let's use your life challenges to take what I'm about to share with you the tools that come in, the message that comes through, and integrate it. See how it resonates. Take what resonates. Those things that you're resistant to, take that with you as well. You can put it in your back pocket. You can put it in your toolbox. You can allow spirit to hold it for you. I'm just going to invite you not to leave anything on the table. 
right now what I'm seeing is the ego is rearing up its ugly side in a lot of people. And the darkness that's within each of us is rising. And it doesn't matter how much of a light worker you are and how kind and how loving you are. We all have dark shadows. We all have a darkness within us because in our humanness, that's part of our programming. Now, some of us have more than others. Some of us has pro have processed it more than others. And some of us haven't processed it at all. Some of us don't even acknowledge or aren't even aware that there's dark shadows within us. So as long as we're in our humanness, the ego has an influence on our mind. And the more we become aware and allow the divine to take a lead, then the less likely the ego is going to have a stronghold on us. And the less likely those dark shadows are going to take over. So I want you to just pause and breathe. Be here now with me. Bring in that energy and mindset of curiosity. Bring in the mindset of wonderment. I wonder what message I'll receive today. I wonder what will resonate for me today. And stay in that space of being wide open to anything and attached to nothing. As much as you can as best you can. Just be here with me, open and curious, willing to heal, willing to see, willing to feel, willing to hear what you need to hear. And we'll see what happens. We have no attachment, just a wide open mind and a soft open heart as much as you can. And in that space of curiosity, we can allow all the judgments to fall away and create space to receive, create space to become aware, create space to raise your consciousness, to awaken more fully to the truth of who you are and who we all are and why we're all here. There was a time where I wanted my message to land and resonate with every single person on the planet because I wanted so desperately to help every single person on the planet, including all the animals, including all of nature. And there was a time where I really felt a burden and a responsibility to save the world. Over the years as a child and growing up, that really became a heavy burden and a responsibility that I took on, that I was carrying, that I placed upon myself. You see, God never places more on our path than we can handle. Spirit, the divine spirit understands how much we can manage 
and navigate. How we navigate these challenges is determined by which teacher we are sitting beside and which teacher we are walking with. So I've mentioned in previous episodes, we have two teachers. Ego is the teacher of fear and spirit is the teacher of love. When we are in alignment with ego, we are in alignment with fear and judgment is common Blame, shame, worry, concern, all of those fear-based experiences are common on that path. We're essentially looking through a lens or a pair of glasses that shows fear, shows us everything that we are to be afraid of, worried about, concerned about, angry about. When we choose spirit as our teacher, we're choosing to see through the lens of love. And through that lens comes understanding, compassion, empathy. There's a divine caring that doesn't, is not infiltrated by worry or fear. It's a beautiful, genuine caring. It's a different experience to live life by divine, to see through the lens of spirit, to look at the world through the lens of love. And we can look upon those things that appear fear-based, but we know in our hearts that only love is real. When you're in alignment with spirit, fear does not exist. When you're in true alignment, you're in a state of enlightenment. You are awake fully. And we can have these moments of awakeness. We can have these moments of enlightenment. And like a light switch, we can go from being in alignment with spirit to being in alignment with ego. With a flip of a switch, one thought in the mind can switch you over. One experience, one trigger, one thing that you're bumping up against can switch the mind from love into fear. I want you to see it as a light switch. It's not a dimmer. It's not a little bit of fear and more love. It's like it's one or the other. You're in alignment with spirit or you're in alignment with ego. That's it, one or the other. So in the moments where you know there's an ego influence, that's where you can make a choice for love, a conscious choice. That's where you can surrender. It's in that space where there's an invitation to let go and let God, to let the divine take lead, to let spirit take over. When we're in our humanness and we know that fear is present, it's not wrong, it's not bad, it just is. And it's in your awareness of it that will determine your experience of it, but it will also determine how you will get beyond or through that fear, 
how you will process it in order to free yourself from it. So in the last three or four months, my process has been feeling the fear, becoming aware of it, witnessing it, allowing myself to move through it, to process it, and then shift beyond it. And then the next layer will rise. I'm also witnessing a, a real collective guilt rising right now too. Collective guilt of all of humanity. And it's coming in these pockets so we can have the collective guilt of the feminine, the collective guilt of the masculine, the collective guilt for the wrongdoings or the, the injustice that has happened in the past and continues in some cases to happen. We can have the collective guilt around racism. We can have the collective guilt around murder or anger or revenge. cultural wrongdoings, countries that have committed crimes, individuals, corporations, all of it, all of the dark shadows are rising up. And for those of you that are light workers or really wanting to be that spark in the world, you need to understand that there is shadow side within you that's rising up as well, whether it's yours directly or the collective moving through you. There is something there in all of us. You must be willing to process that. So in every moment, we're making a choice to be in alignment with ego or to be in alignment with spirit. And we make that choice either on a conscious level or a subconscious level. Those people that are living life by default are asleep at the wheel. Most of their decisions, if not all of the decisions, are subconscious. Their triggers, their reactive, their default settings, default triggers, default choices based on past experiences based on their fears, worries, concerns, programming in the mind. When you're living life by design, you are making more of a conscious choice to respond instead of react, to use your triggers as fingers pointing to your leftovers. And you realize that Life isn't happening to you, but it's happening for you, that there's purpose to everything that's on your path and that there's an opportunity for healing and awakening uh, to higher levels of consciousness or higher levels of awareness. Life by design is, is the process of waking up to realize that there's more to life than we've been taught or programmed to believe. It's still a small percentage of the population 80% or more is still in that life by default, life by design. We're having more people wake up, more higher levels of consciousness, more people shifting into these experiences of awakening. I've had many people contact me and say, I just had my awakening this last year. This is new to me. 
I've, I've personally been doing this work for over 25 years now. And, and I feel like I've kind of, I've trained my whole life for this great awakening, this time where this mass awakening is happening, where many, many people are going to be waking up all together all at once. And they're looking for direction and they're looking for an understanding because when we can create an understanding at the level of the mind, we can follow the heart more easily. We can allow the divine to take the lead more with a, a deeper trust. We can let go of control and shift into deep trust. Life by default is all about control. Life by design is learning how to trust, to let go of control and to realize that we never really did have control. It was an illusion all along. So many people are in that kind of phase of awakening and shifting into life by design. And it's a beautiful place to be, waking up to realize that there's way more to life than they realized, than they were taught, than they believed. And in that space of life by design, we can let the heart lead. We can take our mind and put it in the passenger seat. But every once in a while, the mind comes in. It's trying to still understand. It's trying to still grasp a, an understanding so that it can actually come along for the ride. But it's still a little bit in charge. It's still kind of going back and forth between control and trust. It's still a little bit of understanding that, you know, we, we're creating our life. We are actually the creators of our life in this, in this life by design phase of awakening. I feel like, oh, life's happening for me, maybe even through me a little bit. When we shift into life by divine, that's where the true surrender comes. So wherever you are right now, the practice of surrender is helpful. Practice of letting go and letting God letting the divine take the lead. Whenever you remember, celebrate. Whenever you forget, forgive and make a different choice. Go within and choose again. There's a beautiful shift happening and a divine invitation for all of us to move toward living life by divine. But for some people, that's a quantum leap. It's, it's too far-fetched. It's too much of a leap. Too much of a leap of faith. And the human mind can't come along for the ride. So that beautiful phase in between, which is life by design, allows us to learn the practice of life by divine, but still be in our humanness and still acquire the understanding at the level of the mind. Life kind of bumps up against us and meets us where we're at. The divine will meet us where we're at and give us the lessons we need in order to awaken to those greater levels of understanding and consciousness. So for most people, awakening is a process. There are few people, 
it's not so common that they have an instant awakening. They're awake and that's it. It's done. The mind has completely been rewired. The the neurons and the the synapses in the brains have just been like like rewired instantly. That happens. Absolutely happens. But it's not common. It may become common, but right now it hasn't been common. So for most people, it's a gradual awakening. And I see, you know, for the, for the longest time, I wanted that instant kind of awake and I'm awake and I'm done, done the work. But what I realized over the years is that had that happened, I wouldn't be teaching what I'm teaching. I wouldn't be meeting people in their humanness and reminding them of their divinity. I wouldn't be offering, you know, the, the membership and the, the opportunities to mentor and, and work at the level, on the ground, in their humanness, and using their life as their classroom. I wouldn't be doing all of that with my clients, with my members, with all of you. It would look different. My ability to actually walk people through it is because I've walked through it. I've created the bridge myself. And then I turn around and put my hand out and say, take my hand, come with me. Let me show you the way. Let me show you your unique way. I'll show you some tools that work. You can take the ones that resonate. And the others are for other people if they don't resonate for you. But I'm able to do the mentoring. I'm able to guide people. I'm, I'm able to be that sacred guide because I've done the work myself. And this next level up in awakening all of humanity. I'm, I'm doing the work and I know that this real crazy dense layer I'm moving through right now and the intensity of it is purposeful because it's really creating this solid centeredness in me. And at the same time, it's humbling because it's reminding me of my humanness. It's reminding me of those tender wounds that are left over, or it's reminding me of those places within me that still feels unsafe or vulnerable. And I can meet those tender parts of me with love and compassion, which allows me to meet it in others with love and compassion. So everything that you're going through in some way or another will be used. It'll be used when you're supporting others, whether that's a friend or in relationships or family, or whether that's in, in the capacity of actually doing work, heart work in the world as a practitioner or some form of light worker, light leader. It's all purposeful. And the purpose is not always seen or understood at the level of the human mind, but on the soul level, we know. We have a deep knowing. And when you can move through all those filters 
and objections in the mind and personal preferences that we have up in there and really sink into the knowing in the heart. You'll feel it. You'll know there's, there's a part of you that's hearing my voice right now that hears truth in what I'm saying. Because that same divine force that speaks through me speaks through you. So there's going to be these symbols of your divinity, whether that's through words in a book, through songs, lyrics in a song, through a feeling, an experience in nature. Listening to someone speak. Even a stranger walking by saying one thing can change your whole experience of life. One smile can change everything in an instant. When we allow the divine to take the lead, we are serving everyone, everywhere, all together, all at once, at the highest level. We are serving the greater good of all, not just the greater good of one, the greater good of all. Life by divine is about allowing the divinity to guide and lead our lives. And when we do that, we are in service to all, including ourselves. I noticed right now there's a real uncovering happening. It's been happening for a while. It's really shifted kind of since 2012, but each year it seems to become more and more evident and more and more people are standing up and speaking their truth and those things that were once tolerated are no longer accepted, no longer tolerated. So things that were most people were okay with others saying are no longer, they're no longer okay with it. So there's certain languages and words and gestures and things that are no longer being tolerated. And people are speaking up and saying, you know, I, this is not okay because from my perspective, this is why it's not okay. This is why it feels this way for me and for others. Whether you're speaking on behalf of a culture, whether you're speaking on behalf of a country, whether you're speaking on behalf of the feminine or the masculine, the women or men, children's rights, whatever it is. There's a beautiful rising up right now. Last week's topic was it's time to rise. And we rise up. It's like the phoenix rising from the ashes. Right now there's a lot of ashes. 
there's a lot of fire, figuratively and literally. There's a lot of intensity and density. There's a lot of uncertainty and confusion. But when I ask for more of a global vision, more of a, a vision that would serve all of humanity in a way that I can see what's really happening, like more of the orchestration of it all from the divine level. There is purpose. We just don't always see it on a human level. So when we live life by divine, it requires us to practice the art of surrender, forgiveness, create a level of understanding, compassion, empathy. It requires a lot because we can't just be in our humanness and meet life from that human perspective and make sense of it. We can't just be in our humanness and meet life with fear and all the fear-based programming we have at the level of the mind because we're just meeting fear with fear and fear will expand. So living life by divine is about seeing through the lens of spirit or God. Help me understand, help me see a different perspective. One that will bring me peace or fuel my passion to take the role I'm meant to take and to stand up and play the part I'm meant to play in this grand plan for awakening. So I'm going to take a moment and we're going to take a break. And after the break, I want to go into helping you understand the true art of surrender. A lot of people surrender. They don't really know what surrender means. I'm going to break it down a little bit in a way that can help you understand it. And then also the art of forgiveness and forgiveness. There's two kind of ways to forgive in the world. We'll talk about that and break that down a little bit. And then making a conscious choice for love, but also a conscious choice for peace. And sometimes a conscious choice for peace might surprise you. So I'm going to talk about that right after the break. We'll be right back. The Heart-Led Living Intuition Academy with Sue DeMay is a unique, unschooling experience designed to unwind, clear, and align your intuitive channel. And the doors are open for you now. Experience unwavering faith and deep trust in your intuition as you strengthen your connection to Source, allowing you to walk through every moment with more peace, confidence, clarity, and certainty. Experience this deep personal transformation with Sue's guidance including the option to share what you learn as a certified intuitive coach. This is your time to unwind and reprogram your mind, to rebuild your foundation and realign with your intuitive heart. Enrollment is now open. Apply today at heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Again, that's heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Welcome back. You're listening to Life by Divine, and I am your host, Sue Dumay. Today, I've been talking about how to let go and let the divine lead. 
And essentially, we're talking about kind of letting go, letting God, and living life by divine. So I talked a little bit before the break about life by default, life by design, and life by divine. And I also shared that I was going to kind of dive into the art and practice of surrender, forgiveness, making a conscious choice for love, and making a conscious choice for peace. Let's begin with surrender. They're all kind of connected, so I'll teach them in a way that they'll be interconnected, but let's just start with the idea of surrender. A lot of people believe that surrender, we've been taught that surrender is like the white flag, where I give up, I give in, and I, I'm, I lose, essentially. A lot of people can believe that it's a, a loss, surrender is a loss, but for me, surrender is a gain. Surrender is a win for everyone. Surrender is a freedom that comes when we let go and trust. And it's not a surrender in the way of you're resigned to accept that it is the way it is and there's nothing you can do about it. It's a surrender in the way of accept what is and then open up to what you're guided to do about what is or what you're guided to how you're guided to look upon what is so it is a an acceptance of what is so we're not resisting life as it's occurring we're not resisting life in that moment we're accepting what's in front of us we're accepting what we're witnessing and then there's a surrender of your ideas your preferences your opinions your perspective. It's a surrender of your human perspective, your human experience around it. And then it's an offering over, a forgiving it over to spirit, to the divine, to God, and asking for guidance. Show me another way. Show me another perspective. Because the one I'm holding is painful, or the one I'm holding is interfering with my peace. Or the one I'm holding is causing suffering. So surrender is not giving up. And it's not losing. And having someone else win. It's recognizing that in my humanness, I am limited. And it's okay. But with my divinity... I can tap into a perspective, an understanding. In my divinity, I can tap into possibility. I can tap into creative solution. I can tap into compassion and understanding for all sides. And at the same time, I can tap into a divine strength and courage that will allow me to play the role I'm meant to play in the face of that situation. And sometimes the inspired action is to take actual action, to stand up for somebody that doesn't have a voice, to say what you're doing is not okay, to change, to, to impact change, to educate people that what they're doing is not acceptable, 
and will no longer be tolerated. So sometimes that inspired action looks like a force, a powerful force of change, but it's fierce love in action. Not fierce as an angry attacking fierce. It's like fierce, passionate, purposeful, fueled love. And in order to do that, we really need to surrender our human preferences, opinions, beliefs, ideas, and offer them to the divine and ask to be shown, to be guided, to be led. Show me the way. This requires a forgiving of everything you think you know and everything you think you don't know. Because on a human level, again, our mind is, is limited, period. Our human mind is limited. That's it. It's limited. But if we shift from maybe an understanding of our human mind to perhaps an understanding that we can all tap into our God mind, then we actually are tapping into a field of infinite potential. And there's a lot of science behind this now. So this isn't just all woo-woo spiritual talk. There's actually science that can show that our human mind can actually plug into or tap into a greater field of potential. And our brains actually are changed in that process of doing that. So we go from living life by default to waking up and living life by design and then shifting into living life by divine. This is where we can experience living oneness. We can actually experience the truth that we are all connected. And we're here having these human experiences and we're here having these human selves that are animated by either fear or love either ego or the divine. When we are more animated by the divine, when we are more animated by love, we are operating on behalf of everyone, everywhere, all together, all at once. We are living oneness. We are connected at a level that allows for our inspired action to actually have a global impact that serves everyone the highest good of all, including our planet. So the art of surrender is about giving over what you think and what you don't think is possible or impossible. It's really kind of surrendering your human limitations. And opening up to the infinite field of potential. You're opening up to the divine guidance. Anytime I feel heavy, anytime I feel responsible, anytime I feel like a burden, which is what I was experiencing the last couple of days, everything suddenly started to get heavy again. All of a sudden I'm feeling responsible. And if I don't take the right steps right now, 
this whole situation can just kind of blow up in our faces. And on a human level, it feels like it has significant consequences. That's how it's playing out. But when I tap into my divine nature and I, I trust that everything's playing out the way it's meant to, I can let go of my plan. I can let go of living life by design, which is me wanting an outcome, wanting to create something, wanting to make it happen, wanting to get people on board, wanting to help them understand why this is so important and, and what these other people are doing and why we need to expose that. The more I get caught up in that design plan, the heavier it becomes because I feel responsible, because I feel the burden of. I'm attached to the outcome because I believe that I'm manifesting and I'm making and I'm creating and I'm making things happen. And in some ways that is true, life by design, that is your experience. However, life by divine is about really surrendering all of that and saying, I don't know what is for the highest good of all. From my human perspective, I think I know, but what if I don't know? What if the, the worst possible outcome is what is the best for all involved. I don't know. I can't say that for sure. So I need to surrender my plan. I need to surrender the responsibility and the burden and the heaviness I feel. And I need to trust that all is playing out the way it was meant to. So when we look at life, we need to be willing to surrender and to forgive everything we think we know and everything we think we don't know, to really allow the divine plan to come to fruition. Because all of us are asking for healing, all of us are asking to wake up, all of us are hearing the calling in our heart. And the calling is stronger than it ever has been before. And the more we say yes to that, the more life meets us in our humanness and brings those experiences into our life classroom so that we can awaken fully, wholly, and completely. Because when we ask to wake up, when we ask to become enlightened or to, to awaken or raise our level of consciousness, our divine spirit is meeting us with everything possible to allow that to happen. One of the spiritual teachers I love to follow and learn from is Adi Ashanti, and he talks about enlightenment being a, a messy, ugly process. It's a destructive process. People always think, oh, I want to wake up. I want to raise my level of consciousness and it'll be easy and flowing and light and lovely. And, and in some ways it is true. Yeah, there's experiences like that. But it's very destructive because what's happening is it's kind of breaking the foundation apart beneath our feet. It's the ground shaking. It's 
that's that's the whole process of even the intuition academy it's like a process of of unwinding and undoing and unschooling and unprogramming it's breaking down the foundation beneath your feet it's it's jackhammering the foundation of fear that you're standing on and for a while it's a little disorienting because there's no new foundation in place until we actually really break and crumble away that foundation it's only then that we can actually start to lay a new one so the intuition academy is not for the faint of heart it's for those that are like i'm ready to get beyond my fears i'm ready to face my ego head on and see where it's actually really influencing my life and how it's embedded fear and how it's disguising itself as love or how it's disguising itself as spirituality or as the spiritual ego or the super ego i am willing to leave no stone unturned that's what the intuition academy is all about it's a process of awakening and enlightening the mind to align with the truth of who you are it's a destructive process and when you're in it it's intense but i guarantee you after you move through it's so worth it the amount of awakening that can occur in a short period of time especially right now the way things are playing out and and the the way the energy is actually supporting us in doing that it's profound it's it's miraculous it's i've i've seen people wake up so quickly and so powerfully what used to require 10 healers to do one healer can do now that's what's shifted we're working with a whole new energy and it's actually even since january 1st it's a whole new energy i've talked about this in the last few episodes it's a whole new level of possibility and it's exciting and it's challenging so as much as you know one can judge another person's life you know a lot of people can look at my life and go she has a radio show she has this it's like you know she has all these books it's like my life is is intense right now but i wouldn't change a thing yes there are days when i'm in my humanness and i really wish it was all all done with i wish i was at the end of this and just when i believe i'm at the end of it there's been like all these points of like okay it'll be done in 3 weeks and then 3 weeks comes and we're like okay it's all just starting at a different level we're still in this we're still in this until the end whatever the end looks like wherever the end is i don't know and maybe there'll be a point where i'm guided to walk away i have no idea i don't know i know nothing about anything really on a human level i don't know but in my heart i know because i trust the divine to guide me and lead me in every moment i trust in god more than i ever have before and i was raised religious i'm no longer religious i'm spiritual i i for me it's the spiritual practice really that has allowed me to come back into my version or my understanding of god my understanding of the divine and how it works in my life and for me 
And there's no judgment to how it works for other people's lives. Everybody can have their own process and that's purposeful because it, the divine meets us in our humanness and, and gives us the tools that we need in the way that we need them at the time in order to teach us how to remember the truth. And the truth that you will stand in last year may be a different truth that you're standing in today. And one truth leads to another truth. And then eventually, sometimes we need to let go of those other pieces or those other truths that really served us for a while because they become an anchor holding us back. So we need to meet ourselves at the level of the human mind a lot of times to create these levels of, of understanding in order to unwind the mind and align with the truth in our heart, knowing. And knowing that goes beyond the thinking mind, the knowing that goes beyond logic and reason, that deep knowing that connects us to the truth, our divine truth. So in each moment we make a conscious choice for love, we are actually making a conscious choice to listen to the divine within us and let it lead us. In every moment that we are choosing to surrender, we're letting go of our plan or, or our attachment or I, our idea of what it should or shouldn't be or the outcome, how the outcome should or shouldn't play out. When we surrender, when we forgive all of the triggers and all of the feelings and all of the plans and all of the ideas, we're allowing the divinity within us to lead our humanness. You're now allowing the divine nature of God to guide us from the perspective that serves everyone. So it requires deep trust. It requires blind faith. It requires a choice for love over and over again. And then there's times where we can't quite hear our guidance or we're afraid to hear our guidance or we resist it. And it's in those times where just meet yourself in your humanness and make a choice for peace. What would peace look like? What would a choice for peace look like? Regardless of what the guidance is or what your heart is saying or not saying, what is a choice for peace in that moment? And sometimes we just need to do that. It's curious because recently I was alerted to a, a conflict in the understanding of the word namaste. The original meaning of the word and how it's been translated in the world. So I usually end my show with the word namaste and I'm going to stop that because I feel like until I have a greater level of understanding that I'm not willing to use it in a way that may cause hmm, a trigger for someone else. That is my willingness to meet everybody in their humanness and to be wide open to anything and attached to nothing to surrender over everything I think I know and everything I think I don't know. 
and to forgive any triggers or to forgive any judgments I have so that I can be wide open to create an understanding and to have a level of compassion for everyone. And at the same time, to really stand solid in what am I meant to do in this moment? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? How would you have me say it? And to who? So every morning I wake up and I offer my life to God. Use me. Use my life. Use my hands. Use my voice. Use my everything. I forgive and I offer you my everything. I'm here for you. Because being here for you is being here for all. All of humanity. Our planet. And everything in between and around. So I invite you this week to practice surrendering, to practice forgiveness, to make a conscious choice for love and to see through the lens of love and to ask for another perspective whenever you feel that you're not in alignment with love. And just know that sometimes a conscious choice for peace is as close as you're going to get to making a choice for love, and that's okay too. Let the divine take the lead as much as you can. And when you forget, forgive. And when you remember, celebrate. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I see you. I honor you. I love you. Until next week, love and blessings. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heartledliving.com. 